obstacles will be a part of your journey. The moment you accept that and you recognize that you have the ability to rewrite your story at any point in time, it's game changing. You are strong, you are capable, and you know how. What are you gonna do when you hit the wall? What are you gonna do when your quads are burning? What are you gonna do when the race gets hard? What if your nutrition plan fails you? What if you fall and scrape your knee? All these things that can happen, these obstacles that can pop up during something that's so important to you. What are you gonna do when it gets hard? And having that same game plan that you can apply to my kids ruined my workout, to my, my body's breaking down in my peak performance event, all the weights to something like you have a fear of public speaking or heck, you get handed a health diagnosis. What do we do in these moments? And just having one game plan that you can apply to anything, any obstacle that life brings your way. The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. Welcome back to The Conqueror Approach. I appreciate you for tuning in. Today, I have Louise Valentine. She's an award-winning health and performance coach, best-selling author of The Art of Breaking Through, Five Simple Steps to Take on Any Challenge, a competitive athlete and a military spouse who served as a leader throughout the wellness industry. Through her experience of her unexpected health breakdowns, she discovered her real breakthroughs, having successfully reversed two health diagnoses while maximizing her athletic performance along the way. It is now her mission to share simple and realistic ways that others can step into their full health and performance potential. Luis owns the Badass Breakthrough Academy, a group coaching course empowering athletes and those facing health challenges to confidently break through to their next level of health and performance. The simple way. Thank you, Luis, for joining me on The Conqueror Approach. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Now, I'm just, I'm very inspired by the the amount of work you did. I know you were, uh, you have an award-winning health education, right? You're 2020's health educator specialist of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. And you just have so many certifications uh, and, and a real expertise in the wellness, right? It's not just one thing. You just have so much wealth of knowledge and, and it's a huge aspect of, the, the passion I have for this podcast and just helping people live uh, healthily. Uh, and as it's, a, it's part of my goal to, to share this kind of stuff. So it's a great connection to have you uh, and be you being a military spouse just shows a lot of other determination because you moved like 10 times in like the last few years. <laughs> so uh, before we get into that stuff, I wanted to get uh, a little bit more info from you. If you don't mind telling us, uh, a little bit about your journey, because I know you had two serious health diagnoses, uh, and that can really shatter people's worlds or just discourage people, uh, and they might not have full clarity. So if you don't mind telling us a little bit about your journey and navigating through that, that's led to what you do now. Yeah, you know, I, from a young age, I struggled with my health. I had a compromised immune system. I missed, I think, over 65 days of my senior year of high school just from being sick, um, struggled with infertility, 
And, you know, as I continued to grow and develop as a young woman, I just, even though I felt well, um, I did have, have many struggles along the way. So in experiencing that, I was always inspired to try to find ways to maximize my health. And early on, I didn't really know how, but it's sort of what brought me into exploring health and wellness as a profession. And over the years, um, I've continued to be presented with obstacles and with a combination of earning different credentials, earning multiple degrees, um, and experience all throughout the wellness um, the wellness world, really, from direct patient care to research um, to running my own businesses, I've learned how to simplify strategies to be effective and maximize health and performance. And so today I stand before you as a very confident, multi-credentialed, you know, even award-winning wellness professional, but it's been quite a road to get here, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and that's so helpful because in a world of health, wellness, or nutrition, and, and everything that talks about health, there's so much information that it's become complex for people, something that can be very simple, just mm -hmm. being healthy, right? We can narrow it down to usually a few things that people don't do that is contributing to disease and just not optimal performance. And, and there's just so much information that it becomes not unclear of what we need to do to really optimize and why, why there's so much disease uh, in America versus other countries that don't eat the way we eat and that live sedentary the way we are, where we don't even have to like leave the house for anything now. <laughs> yeah, it truly you know? is amazing from both being too strict around following evidence-based approaches and what our doctors tell us to the opposite end of the spectrum, which is getting sucked into every clever marketing strategy that ever existed around a supplement and overcomplicating it with um, thinking we need to do a million things to improve our health. Uh, it truly wasn't until I shifted both ends of that spectrum and the thinking that I was able to successfully reverse diagnoses without medication. Um, you know, one, one side of that spectrum I had to take a step back and just root myself in simplicity. Think about what works for me. Now what worked for me five years ago, because now I'm in a totally different life circumstance. What works for me now today in my current situation? And it, you know, that's a journey in and of itself, but really aiming to just take a step back and start with a foundation of simplicity, looking at yeah. things like stress, Am I hydrated? Like there's basic things that help our body to, <laughs> to optimize its performance that are, don't involve spending thousands of dollars or the latest technology. Would you put out a good point that it's always evolving on the journey to keep improving because life circumstances change, your health changes, you, or you, we age or something happens, or maybe we, we're doing new work and our schedules change, which throw off our habits to, you know, maybe take a walk, <laughs> drink water, right? Basic things that can keep us somewhat in fit. But can you tell us a little bit about the, the specifics about like the diagnoses and, and what that challenge was like? What was the most challenging part for you 
and overcoming those and coming out on the other end healthy. Yeah. So I think the, the most challenging part was when I was diagnosed with my first chronic disease of osteoporosis, um, it was, you know, I had the bones of like an 80 year old woman. Uh, my doctor was, was shocked when I got back the results. Um, How old were you? If you I, don't was, mind me asking. I was 33. So here I was though, the irony of it is, is I was for the first time um, in a very, I was in a research-based role. So here I was a research fellow and I was serving as a subject matter expert on health education, talking to senior military leaders about how to improve the health of their troops and a part of this whole research project. And I got a diagnosis that made me feel like I was knocked off my high horse. Like, what do I do with this? I have been the poster child of health, you know, so my doctors have said, you know, in the more recent years, and here my bone health was, was off the charts, um, especially for my age. So I think the hardest part of that journey was starting with being proactive and knowing what to do when faced with such a, to me, it was a devastating obstacle. It was knocking my confidence down as a, as a professional, um, as an athlete, like, can I even train? Like, where do I start? And one of the most helpful things I did was to, um, well, I wrote my book. <laughs> so I, I wrote down this, this five-step process that I used to bring myself out of these dark moments. And uh, through my coaching over the years, um, what's been effective for others and combined that with the research that I was learning along the way. So um, I did, you know, turned it into a very productive and proactive time in my life and did one year later start to reverse that disease. Um, but it wasn't easy to get started. Yeah. And I can imagine that uh, the big aspect for me that I noticed uh, in your story was you're a health professional with health diagnoses that impact on your mindset when it goes towards that. And then you mentioned it, like your confidence. And I wanted to ask you how big is mindset and intention when it comes to healing? Yeah. So this is the game changer. And this is largely what I teach in my badass breakthrough Academy. It's how do we take these potential breakdown moments and make them badass breakthroughs? Because it's everything that we have an obstacle. How do we view that obstacle? Is it, are we, society tells us it should be devastating, right? It's just the most terrible, negative situation to be in. Those who surround us might say, oh my gosh, poor you, poor you. But it's like, no, this was put into my journey for a reason. And there is a light within this darkness to be found. We just have to know how to find it. And just because we're faced with fear and obstacle or this pain, there are ways to work through that productively. Um, it's not fun. It sucks, but it doesn't have to suck as bad as we make it. And it doesn't have to completely knock us down. Yeah. And I see that a lot. And I, it reminds me of Joe Dispenza's book, the placebo effect and how we, some people might get a diagnosis that sounds really bad. 
like cancer, for instance, and just pretty much lose faith or give up. And the placebo effect really showed me, at least, how the the mind really is the leading factor to the healing and like all the surgeries and things that might help uh the drugs might help or it might just make it worse <laughs> uh however i think i believe this is my belief that all the healing happens because our mindset and intention not because any drugs uh even though that might help stimulate some symptoms i believe it really roots there i mean that's just my belief and that's the way i approach things i don't really believe in pharmaceutical drugs the way uh society is just conditioned to believe that's the source of getting better for every issue and i i really believe that the mindset is the first thing that needs to be there because some people die from diseases because they believe they're gonna die and then you see other people overcome these diseases like what is the difference and it's always they believe that that disease is not bigger than them. Yeah. Well, and then the biology of belief, too, in that the way that it makes us feel, the way that our thoughts make us feel, you know, that's neurochemical changes within our body, too. And it's all interconnected. I know you said you just took a chemistry course, right? Learning biochemistry was one of the most game-changing courses that I've ever taken because it, it connected everything the way that the food impacted my body and the way the ability to burn fat or perform better, the way that just this, these neurochemical changes that take place, they're, they're fascinating. And we haven't even, you know, tapped into all of the science behind it, but um, the potential, I mean, I've just seen it in my own life. It's, it's absolutely incredible what having a high performance mindset can do in terms of physical, tangible results. Absolutely. And uh, that's great that you get to work with a lot of athletes and, and people who are looking to optimize their performance. Cause I feel like the general population is just so misinformed and just don't know what to do and where to start or where to go or who to talk to. Cause everyone's saying different things. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you, cause you have so many credentials that I, I was just afraid to even start talking about them. So if you want to talk about your credentials, you know, feel free because I was going to mess them up. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, what are some simple ways for an ordinary man or woman to just start making small changes to increase their health and wellness? Yeah. So, you know, something that's so simple is just every single day starting with thinking of one to three things that you're grateful for. And that practice and that starting of your day, it, I mean, it, it's just incredible that the research studies that come back on that simple practice. And to, if you take that to the next level, you think of the way that you wanna show up in the world today and use the, use the phrase, I am. Not, I want to, I want to be strong for my kids. I want to smile more. I am strong. I am capable. I know how. Like mm -hmm. if I wanted, when my dad was in, in the ICU with COVID, for example, I started, I mean, it was devastating. He was in there for almost a month and we didn't know if he was going to make it. Um, 
but I started every day by just thinking of a few things that I was grateful for. Sometimes the act of journaling can be, um, you know, help you to get into a routine, so writing it down. But despite all of the pain that was around me, despite what was the darkest moment, you know, of my life, I thought, I am. Like, how do I want to show up today? And the phrase I used was, I will be a light within this darkness. Because I thought of what that looked like when I would show up like that in that day, it would mean that I would stand tall as a source of strength for my mom, who couldn't at that time, for my sisters who were worried and trying to juggle life, you know, work and all the other life that they had to worry about at that time, was like, I can stand here and be strong and I can be a light in the darkness. And I didn't really know exactly how that would look. Like maybe it was helping with the dishes so my mom didn't have to worry about it or cooking a meal or just be a listening ear. Mm-hmm. But it was that intention, but changing the way that you say it, not I want to, I am. Right. Now, for for those people who might have heard of being grateful and the gratitude, because I talk about gratitude quite a bit, and people hear about gratitude journals and those type of things. What actually happens in the mind, in the body, when we do focus on one to three things that we're grateful for? Yeah, we actually shift the sections of our brain that are active. So we can go from, if we're in a very stressed out state, you know, they call it the reptilian brain. It's, it's an area where if we're so um, in that fight or flight mode, we can't sometimes get out of it. Like we're starting from a place of, of frustration or um, anger, um, tension, stress. But we, by practicing and just shifting the different areas of our brain that we're using, maybe a little bit of creativity, um, we can actually get into that parasympathetic mode where we're a little bit calmer, a little bit more focused. Um, you know, it's even a trick for starting team meetings. Like if you're a leader, I, I was, um, I used to talk to my, um, one supervisor about this. Like when we kick off our team meetings, let's start by just saying one thing that we're grateful for, or do you have a, something that can make everybody laugh? Because if you have someone who's showing up that meeting angry, they're going to, you know, present something that they're just really not happy about. You could actually shift what area of their brain is is highlighted if you will picture a little brain right it's something so fascinating to me when i learned about uh, neuroscience and those shifts and and shifting to something you're appreciating you're appreciating versus whatever you're focusing on that's upsetting you and you, you said it right the reptilian side of the brain that responds without us even like being conscious and it's usually very very quick uh the book by I think it's Dr. Daniel Kahneman who wrote Think Fast and Slow. Uh, He talks about it. Like it's the fast part of our brain that just reacts with our emotions. And then once we shift our focus consciously to something we're grateful for, it really does shift what part is active in the brain. And that's just like so powerful because it's a pattern. You see something, a trigger, and it, it activates that response. And then you use your intention to shift that. Mm-hmm. And and how does that play a role in stress management and just overall wellness? It's just a simple foundation. 
every single day that you can root yourself in. And one way that you can have that amplified, I know some individuals just have trouble with accountability to themselves. So a trick, if the morning routine just doesn't work, um, you don't have to do it for yourself, but do it for your family. So at dinner, everyone shares one thing that they're grateful for. So then you involve your family in the practice that helps hold you accountable to it. You're leading and inspiring and guiding your family. So if it's not, if, you know, sometimes you have problems putting yourself first, you can do that to impact the well-being of your family. But um, we do that with, with my kids and um, even with my husband. If my husband and I aren't seeing eye to eye that day and we end up at the dinner table a little frustrated or the kids are, you know, jumping in their seats all hyperactive, it brings everybody down a bit. Yeah. And what's also fascinating about that is when you're in the reactive side where you're upset or stressful or, you know, angry, like your, your body is literally having a stress reaction as if you're fighting or flighting or fleeing, not flighting, but <laughs> fighting or fleeing. And the stress hormone just flowing through your body, which is what causes a lot of disease and chronic diseases, the chronic amount of stress and cortisol that's flowing. And then a simple shift like, oh, what you're grateful for can stop that and actually allow your body's immune system to really start doing what it does, which I think is so fascinating why I get so passionate about it because that's the power people don't realize of their mind. Yeah, and I would say that um, you know, just through all the different testing that I've done, because I am a physiologist, I get frequent testing done um, just because I want to see where my hormone levels are, how um, make sure I'm not training too hard to the point where it's counterproductive on my longevity and health, because my managing my diseases and reversing them is first number one priority. Optimizing performance is number two. But what I find really fascinating is cortisol testing. It is, you know, for example, when my dad was in the ICU, I, I was at home and I was, you know, trying to remain calm for my family, but the testing didn't lie. It was through the roof, through the roof, off the charts. Um, and I do think that growing up, just having such problems with anxiety, um, until I learned how to manage that, I, I think that's a lot largely what um, contributed to to my poor bone health as well and some of the chronic diseases or um, being chronically ill, you know, throughout my youth. Um, I think that's what led to it was a lot of the anxiety. So I think yeah. you make a very valid point. <laughs> no, I, I, I think so too. And it's unfortunate when people don't give it the attention it needs. And a lot of what I... I'm focusing on is helping people's mental health, right? In the military community, even outside the military community, because everyone has a struggle of some sort, uh, unless they just did massive amount of work and understand these concepts and really have strong habits around it. Like if your mental health, if you're dealing with a trauma or an issue, even from like childhood without even like realizing it, and you're just always in a stressful state, like how, how is it even possible for you to really start healing from the diseases? And then let alone like the disease of like your soul and emotions, 
right? Yeah. You're just not in a peaceful or happy state because of these things. So for, for somebody, you deal with the military a lot. Your husband's in the military. Uh, for, for people in the military that you've worked with and seen, how do you communicate that the mental side it, to them, like the, the mindset and dealing with problems or opening and communicating really leads to them having higher performance overall? Yeah. So I think you have to look at inner dialogue. Like what are those things that you're saying to yourself when you're faced with a challenge? Um, because always pushing through is kind of like the default with a lot of military and service members, even my husband. Um, so not pushing yourself to the point where you're physically breaking down. Um, and then also to, when faced with obstacles, what is the inner dialogue that, I mean, that's, that's largely the approach that I'm taking with a lot of, um, with a lot of athletes, with a lot of people who are facing health challenges is just that quick, simple go-to process. Cause for, you know, even my pro athletes, um, working on mindset is, is not a high priority a lot of times. So I can sit there and I can talk about the greatest research in the world. And these are, you know, cutting edge results. I can sit there and I can talk about the solution, but if it's not simple and if it's not realistic, no one's going to put it into action, especially on something like a topic, like mindset and, you know, high performance, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit better with recognizing that training the mind is just as important as training the body, but still it, it takes, it's the, it's the, um, the packaging that that messaging comes in. That's really important. So let's do it. Let's do it one time. Let's systematize it. Let's make it sustainable. And that's the approach that I take with, with, um, those that I work with, because we all have a ton of time and energy that we want to put towards our goal, that next level of health and performance, but that mindset and having those breakdown moments, that's not where we want to waste our time or energy. So let's look at a strategy, a go-to game plan when we're faced with an obstacle, no matter how big or small, have one game plan that you go to, and then it'll give you that ability to have all that time and energy to put towards moving forward towards that goal. Yeah, and I, I support that because it's true. If it's not simple, that just adds to the complexity. And I believe humans are just lazy in general. <laughs> so they, they want it to be simple so they can apply it. If it's too complicated, it's like, all right, right. Or at least that's how I am. Like, I'm not going to go fix a car because it's like too complicated. A simple answer for that is get someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of you in the wellness, right? You have your physiologist, you have um, amongst several other credentials, what are, what are like, what's the simple and most effective tip you can give us that we can start implementing today besides mm -hmm. the, the other ones you gave us earlier? Well, I would say recognizing the fact that you have the ability to rewrite your story at any point in time. And that is such an empowering thought when you really embrace it. Um, obstacles will be a part of your journey. The moment you accept that and you recognize that you have the ability to rewrite your story at any point in time, it's game changing. That you are strong, you are capable, and you know how. Now that's where I work with you to find 
exactly how you can find, own, and optimize your inner badass. Because a lot of people have trouble to finding that and recognizing that. But just some of those simple mindset shifts that obstacles are going to be a part of your journey. What are you going to do when you're approached with them? Mm. Have a game plan. Have a go-to game plan. If it's not my badass breakthrough academy, find one that works for you. Own it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be what works for others. It's what works for you in your circumstance. Right. And and sometimes we just need a little bit of guidance because we might see something that we think is working for us or we think is the way it should be. And it's kind of like what you're saying, accepting that what we think it should be like or should have what we should have is not always the case and obstacles are going to be present for everyone. And it always looks different for most people. Uh, and it reminds me of uh, Marcus Aurelius's quote, uh, the Stoic philosopher, uh, the impediment of action advances action, the obstacle in the way becomes the way. And it's just about learning that the obstacle is the opportunity for us to rise above it and grow and, and shift to a better version of ourselves. And for me, like my health challenges, I, I looked at it as an opportunity as well. Like, okay, I can just sit and, and self-pity. However, that's not going to help me. <laughs> that's going to keep me in stress. Yeah. And that's not going to help me heal. <laughs> um, but now what, what, it's an opportunity that's showing me that my body is giving me a flag, an alarm that I need to deal with now. And I just, I just love that. You're in the field showing people the practical ways having a game plan because most people don't have a strategy mm-hmm. for their wellness. I believe that uh, I, sometimes I don't. Right. And I got to refocus to get back on what the game plan is. Cause you get busy, you get distracted and you just fall off that. So for, for someone starting their, I say, getting, getting a strategy, what is the main thing you look for in, in setting a personal strategy for somebody? Yeah. Well, one of my go-to techniques is to have a, I am a badass list. So having that person write down, what are some challenging life circumstances that you've already seen through and really exploring those, um, celebrating them. But also we, we go through different exercises to really see what was that inner dialogue that helped you push through then. And some of these obstacles that you're facing now, how can you apply that strength and that resilience that you know is inside of you already to anything that life brings your way? You know, we start with one challenge and we look in the context of practicing and mastering this art of breaking through and this this high performance mindset with one challenge. But then we take it and we apply it over and over and over again to different challenges that pop up. And you can talk about the challenge of, you know, one single day where you wanted to get in an ex in an ex, uh, your exercise program for the day. And you didn't because of something that happened with your kids. What do you do? What do you say to yourself there? So that's a very minor example. You have to rewrite your story within the context of one day. Then you have, you know, your big training event. Maybe you're running your marathon. What are you going to do when you hit the wall? 
What are you going to do when your quads are burning? What are you going to do when the race gets hard? What if your nutrition plan fails you? What if you fall and scrape your knee? You know, all these things that can happen, these obstacles that can pop up during something that's so important to you. What are you going to do when it gets hard? And having that same game plan that you can apply to my kids ruin my workout, to my, my body's breaking down in my peak performance event, all the way to something like you have a fear of public speaking or, heck, you get handed a health diagnosis. What do we do in these moments? And just having one game plan that you can apply to anything, any obstacle that life brings your way. Um, I, I've worked a lot in uh, program management too in some of my positions. And so this idea of productivity, systematizing things, um, a strategic hustle, right? Like how do we achieve the maximum result with the minimum effort, the minimum amount of energy because again, we don't want to spend the energy on the mindset and the obstacle. We want to spend it on all the small steps forward to achieve the goal. So just some of my, my values there and processes for, no, for achieving that. I think it's, it's so cool. And I want to pinpoint a couple of things because you're, you're talking about these small shifts that take work and effort on a daily basis. And, 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 you know, getting the brain to really think a certain way. And some people expect it to be some huge monumental shift in like a day, or they pay for programs or they expect drugs to just heal them and they take a pill and wake up perfect and, or supplements or whatever the case is. And, and just like the expectations, I think is really what creates more suffering because, oh, this, this certain diet didn't work. And, you know, I'm now I'm just not going to lose weight. I'm just going to be this way. And it's no, it's it's rewiring, reshifting to those small things that you can do daily. The being grateful can take like a minute. Right. But it shifts the the whole chemistry of your body. Right. And those little things have a compound effect that lead to health, wellness. And then you start getting experts to get strategies for high performance like how you help athletes and uh, other people in different industries so I wanted to give you a chance to talk about what's coming up for you a little bit about the badass breakthrough academy uh, and what's what's coming up next for you and what are you working on yes so um, recently um, did a bit of a pivot in in my career I was um, in an, a leadership position for a healthcare technology company and decided to leave my full-time um, job to go back into full-time running my own company. I did years ago um, prior to becoming a military spouse. I was running my own company with um, pro athletes, um, anywhere from dancers to rock stars that came into town to NFL players. And now here I am years later I truly, because I have seen the results in my own body, reversing health diagnoses without medication in you know a year's time and the crazy, amazing, phenomenal things that the human body can accomplish with a powerful mindset and really simple, realistic strategies. When we find and own what works for us, my gosh, I wanna help others to not feel the pain that I did 
when I was in my darkest moments of having these diagnoses, when I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to be a competitive athlete any longer because of my health diagnoses. And I am just so inspired by those that I've worked with and what they have accomplished feedback. Um, when I wrote my book, I, I tested the concept over and over and over again. And now with the reviews and those that I've worked with, testimonials from my pro athletes years ago, those patients that I've worked with in hospital systems, there's so much that's possible. And I want to provide an academy experience for those who truly want that next level of their health or their performance in a very simple way. So we want to stress less, optimize recovery, and confidently achieve any goal. And so it's it's a 12 weeks um, of a self-study and a, a hybrid group coaching experience um, with support all along the way, um, a community as well. But I do allow a 16-week um, time frame because I understand life pops up. So while we can totally get this done in 12 weeks, I allow it to be a 16-week experience. Um, and you know, working with athletes, working with those facing health challenges, those who are serious about a health goal. Um, it's, it's that next level. What does that next level mean to you? We're going to get there. Game time requires a go-to game plan. We're going to keep it simple. We're going to make it sustainable. Awesome. And I'll have all your information linked in the notes and the details of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening. Uh, check her out check all her content out the badass breakthrough academy mm -hmm. so it's yeah it's breakingthroughwellness.com breaking and there through. is yeah there is going to be a free training available so those who um, just want to learn a little bit more about what um, the actual strategies are what the formula is to get to your next level that will be available for in a free training on the website that you can apply to view Awesome. Take advantage of that. Free is great. Uh, however, I think a lot of free things get taken for granted. However, get it, get a piece of it, get a taste of it, uh, and talk to Luis about anything you have with wellness, any health challenges, any performance optimization. Uh, she is an expert, and I'll have all her credentials in the details if you want to read them. <laughs> um, but she's incredible. Thank you, Luis, for giving me your time. I believe it's the greatest gift you can give someone is your time and your authentic self. And you're doing that here and you continue to do it outside of here. So thank you. Thank you so much. I love your listening to your podcast and the mission you have to, to help others become conquerors as well. So thank you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate you. That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.